I come from a poor family, yeah, yeah. We ain't never had a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Lord been good to us, yeah, yeah. Now we riding on the top, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come from a poor family, yeah, yeah. Good morning, guys. Welcome morning. to the boat, builder of all things podcast. My name is Ray, and you know, you guys know who this Richie is. Richie Bro. Yeah, Richie, house. and obviously there's someone next to us who, who I want you to introduce. This is my beautiful queen, Tiffany Bro, wife of Richie Bro, <laughs> owner, partner, Quite vice title. president of all things new ATN in the house, oh. interior designer, uh, Mother, grandma, keep, it keep going, keep, keep going. it coming. Mother's Day is around the corner, and so <laughs> is my birthday. Keep it coming. Keep, keep it coming. <laughs> keep it coming. We are in the house. Well, Tiffany, we'd like to welcome you here on the boat. Thank you for having me. And this is super yeah. cool because this is our very first guest. You yeah. are what, a, what an honor and a privilege. Yeah, you are in the boat. In the boat. And so, guys, I just want to remind you, we're going to be talking about our three streams, which is faith, uh, business, and construction. construction. <laughs> but we're going to flip that to be designed today. Specifically for our special guests. Thank so you. Tiffany in the house. So, yeah. yeah, our last question will be catered around design. Um, Ray is going to have some questions for us, and we'll just answer them yeah. try to educate our listeners yeah can't wait guys we yeah. are on episode four this is episode four wow. so it's rolling guys um if you haven't yet watch episode three and uh find out how richie burned the house <laughs> oh boy so guys super good stuff on episode three but we're gonna head into the first stream today uh which is faith so uh first question is as a christian what are some of the pressures if any um that you face being in a in the business realm or business hmm. world yeah, so what are the pressures as a Christian in the business realm? That's a good um, one. Yeah, there is. Um, I mean, there's a lot of pressure. I think the first one that comes to mind for me is um, expectations, expectation levels. You know, because uh, the stereotype behind Christians is mm. that they think they're perfect or they think or they are supposed people's to. People's idea of Yeah, the people's idea of yeah. a Christian is like. You know, they have mm. this different standard, which they do, and they, they want to live by, but we're not perfect right, at right. all. We're, we're I think sometimes perfect. there are people that aren't Christians that are better than me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, honestly, yeah. just keeping it real and true, yeah. you know, but um, I think there there is a pressure around that, you know, because the expectations are higher, which I think me and my personality, I don't mind the mm. pressure because it kind of pushes me to be a better person. But right, right. I think what happens in that mentality is when you do fail, it hurts more. So, you know, being competitive, being in the sports world, my whole, you know, my beginning part of my life, I always want to win. Yeah. <laughs> I always want to be the best. I always want to do these things. And, and when is you get, like is this something you know? To, is this something you, <laughs> he, he hates failing. Mm. He hates failing. Yeah. So yeah, it's 100% true. So a great place to be as a business owner and for clients because you know you have this team and this these leaders that don't want to fail. So they mm -hmm. want to do everything they can to succeed and be the best and, and finish projects awesome. Um, you know, so there's always that fight to be the best. But being a Christian, uh, you know, I think we always are going to struggle thinking that we have to earn God's love, right? Mm -hmm. right and right. always need to kind of 
live up to the standard, you yeah. know, but that's not what grace is, mm-hmm. you know, and as business owners, yes, the pressure is there, but we find ways as Christians to know that um, we are going to make mistakes, mm-hmm. even as just regular people in the business. And even though we're fighting for integrity, there are things, I mean, we've been in situations and Tiffany can share where, you know, we've had the IRS at our door. Not yeah. that we don't want to pay our taxes, but we've learned as you're growing as a company and your revenue starts growing, we don't yeah. know any better, but there's different brackets. Because we're growing. <laughs> because we're literally at your door. Yes. Came, yes. Literally. Tiff, literally. Can you kind of talk about that real quick? Um, yeah. So uh, IRS. Well, before you start, mm. I want to share why they came to the door. Okay. Well, it's important for business owners, I think, to know this is – if you're growing in certain revenue brackets, mm-hmm. so we were paying our taxes. Um, all your taxes can be paid within a year at a certain revenue bracket. But then when you make a certain amount of money, then you have to pay it every six months. Mm. And then when you start making another bracket, now you got to pay it every month. Oh, so wow. we didn't know we were hitting these brackets. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we need to pay it every month when yeah. we thought we were on the biannual. Right, right. And so, yeah, IRS came to the door. I was like, hey, you're supposed to be paying this every month. And we're like, huh? Yeah, we're, <laughs> new we're new at this. We're new at this. So what was that experience like? Um, Scary. <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, this was my first experience ever with IRS. And and this lady comes in and she's just like stone faced. Like I'm trying to, I, when I get nervous, I like to joke. I don't know why. It's like kind of like Chandler from Friends. And uh, so I'm like throwing jokes at her and she's just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's not laughing. I don't know what to do. She's calling me to, like to be her savior, like calling and I'm not, not available. Not at all. So I have to like wear my big girl underwear and try to figure this out you know so this lady she she's literally like she planted her behind on a chair and she was not moving until she got the information that she needed yeah so um that was really scary for me because she's just like if you don't do this um you have by the she gave me a time Mm -hmm. um we're gonna shut everything down yeah we're going to shut everything down. We're going to levy your accounts. Yeah. And so to think that everything that we have been building and everyone who's working for us, you know, all of our clients, that this might possibly come to a halt because yeah. of something unexpected like this. That must put a, an amount of stress for, for business owners. Yeah, oh, it, it is. It is. Huge. Well, thankfully, you know, um, we we had the, had the money. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, knowing it was a surprise amount, it wasn't yeah. ideal to pay that amount at that sure. moment. But right. we had to trust God, you know, because after paying that, we were in a place where like thinking, well, what will we do? Mm-hmm. OK, yeah, we have the money. But if we pay that now, we're kind of in a place we didn't plan to be. Right. So mm-hmm. I think scripturally, I would like to share uh, where we have our faith of being on the boat mm-hmm. is. Uh, Matthew ten seventeen. We have a picture on the back door of our um, the entry door into our executive office. Just to remind us, there's a picture of a fish, and there's a coin in his mouth with a hand grabbing it. And what what that is? It's about it's a story of the disciples mm-hmm. asking Jesus, "How do we or are we to pay taxes as Christians?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because the they were walking through the town and and you know people were collecting and they're coming up. 
getting ready to ask them. And yeah. Jesus said, yeah, I mean, paraphrasing, but he said, yeah, we got to pay our taxes, man. Right, you right. know, and the disciples like, well, we ain't working. We're just walking around with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, how are we going to pay these? Like, yeah. And he said, go over to this body of water. There'll be a fish and grab some money. They'll be there in the mouth. <laughs> so yeah. And they're like probably thinking this dude is crazy, but they, they obeyed. They yeah. went over there, opened the mouth of the fish. They just reached in, grabbed it. And there was a coin there. So the relevance of that for us is knowing, yeah, we had to pay this big amount that was unexpected, yeah. right? And then what are we going to do? Like the initial thought as a human is, what can we do not to pay it right now? Because we got to yeah. use this money for other things, uh-huh. right? So that's the first initial thought that comes to your head. But taking that leap of faith, I remember we're sitting there and we both are just like, pay it. Yeah, because yeah. it's the integrity thing to do. It's the right thing to do at right. the moment to do it. Right. So we just paid the big chunk um, that was unexpected. You're talking maybe five, six months worth because mm-hmm. we thought, you know, or no, it probably wasn't that much, but it was it was, yeah, it was getting close to. <laughs> yeah, it was like every month plus. Yeah. So it wasn't just the six months worth. It was every month plus interest and penalties penalties. and the penalties are like 20 30 percent so you can imagine it was like that's what we said jeez it's like your second first yeah but you remember what the guy said when we gave him the check what he said you guys gonna pay all of this yeah he's like usually people (laughs) pay monthly like somebody else came oh yeah and i said and that's when i told him look at that picture on the door yeah Yeah, i had him turn around and look at the door he was blown away he was like you guys gonna pay all of this like this whole amount he said yeah we're gonna pay it pay it right now because i know we know that the coin is there yeah yeah especially when it comes to taxes because that was like specific (laughs) he was blown away yeah did they know you you guys were christians I think he knew after that. Yeah, after that, he knew. Because <laughs> I was going to say, like, this is, um, it's such a, you know how we have that, the, the world has a perspective of Christians and, you know, this uh, expectation. I was like, you're kind of breaking that that stereotype, mm-hmm. you know, because now you guys are living up to that yeah. standard that, you know, God has called you to be. Mm-hmm. And so it's super cool when someone can, uh, can experience that. Yeah. They're like, oh, these guys, like, that's crazy. These guys can do it. And these guys, and uh, for me, it kind of seems like, Oh, there might be a, you know, like, oh, like, how did they do that? Or kind of questions. Yeah, You're planting yeah. seeds, you know, to kind of break this, um, this stereotype of, or this mentality, I guess, from the other, you know, non-Christians, I guess, or in the business. So, yeah. So. And there's, there's a lot of situations, even in the field and probably in, I was experienced in the office where, you know, you know, installations are a certain way and, or how things, some of the workers are talking and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we can't control the whole yeah. sure yeah. process completely. And we don't want to right. micromanage right. it to every on a micro level that far. But we do have a culture that we push um, to be at a certain level. But the, when people find out we're Christians, they expect certain things. And we want to live yep. up to that as much as we can. You know, yeah. um, I, obviously, that's our goal is yeah, yeah. to shine a light of some, being something new in the business world. Yeah. Um, but learning that we are going to fail. Um, there are times that the roller coaster ride might have to stop for a quick repair, yeah. you know, or, or certain situations. So uh, we just want to do everything we can in our power, just like that IRS moment. To say, mm-hmm. hey, we're gonna step out in faith and trust, and just be who we are, and and let the chips fall where they may. But we believe we're on a boat, right? Yep. And the boat is on the stream, and it's gonna continue going to the destination. So it's mm-hmm. just having fun, mm-hmm. faith and trust. Yeah.
Awesome. All right. So that's going to be that for our faith stream. Uh, we're going to head on to our business question. Yeah. So we're searching streams, guys. Who are the most valuable clients and who are the most costly? Costly. See the smiles, guys. Costly. <laughs> um, I would like to say, uh, val- oh, who are most valuable clients? Let's start off with the valuable costly? clients. Yeah. So I like to say they're all valuable, but mm. but. There are some that are costly. Mm-hmm. You are right. And it's hard to say that when I know homeowners are listening. I want to say we love you, all of you. We serve all of you the same. But mm-hmm. for us, there are some areas, right, that can um, be costly. And I would mm-hmm. love to manage your expectations to kind of, mm-hmm. uh, as homeowners, maybe help you. And this will help business owners, too, I think. Um, but the valuable ones to us are the ones that can trust us. Mm. And I think the ones that become costly are the ones that don't trust us from the beginning and try to jump in and take control of the situation. Mm -hmm. And that can be very costly. Um, I think Tiffany witnesses that with emails that come in because the homeowner is complaining um, or has a complaint, which we want to hear and we want to serve those complaints Mm -hmm. and understand them. But um, the ones we notice that are costly are those that got their hands in at the beginning because they don't trust the system yeah. and mm-hmm. and, it, and that's the thing is we have a system and a process in place so if you pull it out of its order we're mm. trying and try to manage it yourself from the beginning it's like it goes off course so we have to do yeah. everything we can to kind of play your game play your right. management process right. but if you're not like perf- you don't have all this like we plan for months Mm-hmm. for projects mm-hmm. you know like we plan for months we have everything in place we have a plumber coming in the third week on a thursday that's very specific yeah you yeah. know three weeks later on a thursday so yes the order of the way we do things we have what's called milestones so a milestone for us are certain subs need to come in mm-hmm. we may have a schedule paint painted for three weeks but some of those we might not get to right um right. but when we get to that third week on a Thursday, we need the plumber to come in. So we have to do everything we got to do to prepare for that. But if the homeowner wants to come in and certain things they want done first, because I think they're just not trusting, right? It's hard. Sure. And one thing yeah. I want to say is, and I think we both can share is we understand that feeling of having your home torn apart. And having mm. to have put such a, a substantial amount forward yes. that someone else, you know, depending on someone else to, to do this thing that, you know, you want to see created in your home. Yeah. So, so we, we do understand the position of homeowners knowing it's it's a kind of a, not a panic state, but it's kind of a, a I think when we renovate our home, it's a little stressful, right? When you yeah. can't yeah. live your normal mm-hmm. routine, right? right. Things mm-hmm. are yep. torn apart. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Things are... Um, Wires are hanging, (laughs) wondering is that safe or not. And, of course, we have it either turned off or we have something covering those so you don't get shocked. But there's so many things to educate. And it's like to summarize it, I would say it's kind of like a sausage being made, right? (laughs) If, If you watch a sausage being made, you might not want to eat it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't want to eat sausages yeah. anymore. Anyway. So sometimes it's better just to just let us do what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some homeowners want to be educated on the process, and we love doing that, but that mm-hmm. can be costly as well, spending two or three hours just explaining and educating. Right. And I get it, and it's a nice feature, but there's there's a cost for every second. Uh-huh. Every second. If a guy stands there talking for 30 minutes, we just mm-hmm. paid $35. And if he did it for five 
five days, then we paid that. And so we got to be very mindful. Who does the talking? We have that. We have a a person that's there for you 24-7 for support called a project manager, and they should be doing the talking. So we have our process in in place, but we don't want to be the bad guy either, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it becomes costly is when we want to hear, listen, and be there for you through the project. Um, that could be costly. And yeah. so we don't want to tell you, don't talk to us. We don't want to tell you, don't come in or that's per contract. And we don't yeah. want to like be that person. Yeah. And so we try yeah. not to be, and that could be costly as well. So mm. I think for us uh, to answer that question, um, the most valuable clients to us are the ones that can trust us. But I think it's our part in a business owner, all business owners, yep. it's your part to build that trust from the beginning because mm-hmm. They have that right not to trust us, right? Yeah. Do you agree, yeah. Tiffany? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah they have that, that right because it's their money. It's a service. There is a bad rep out there for contractors. Yes. Very bad rep. So I think um, as homeowners, what we've done to hopefully build value mm-hmm. um, is we have established ourselves. So what does mm-hmm. that mean? We have a location, a home you can come knock on to. I think knock on the door and, and come talk to us if you need to. We're, we're a place, we're established. So yeah, yeah. you don't have to panic about, we're not going to run right, right. with your money. We're not going yeah. anywhere. We have three locations, <laughs> you know, yeah. so you can knock on our door. So as homeowners, make sure your company you're working with is established. Don't go to Craigslist. Mm-hmm. You know, stay away from... Uh, finding weekend help because yeah. weekend help is not a guarantee contractors the whole point of the word contractor is to contract you mm. to keep you in this realm of you're going to serve this project right and right, so contracts right. are important um so being established i think online presence yeah. yeah being licensed all these things is our responsibility as a company to build trust in the homeowner um, and in the homeowner, when we start the project, hopefully all these things will kind of, you can kind of do this and let your hands open and just let go and and let us take care of it. Right. And we have the history. Yeah. We have not failed one project. Mm-hmm. We have completed all of them. They're well, all. Even the most difficult. Yeah. We will complete <laughs> it. We will not stop. And if there's anything that's even open now to date. We are still serving that client. Yeah. If yeah. if there's a punch list, we, we're not ever going to give up on them. So yeah. um, our history speaks for itself, builds the trust. Yeah. Um, and that's, to me, the answer to a valuable client Yeah. Um, and the costly ones. Yeah. So homeowners, um, just the one thing to uh, uh, look for is... A company that's established, and so what Richie just mentioned, such as you know having online presence, uh, having a physical um, location, you know these are things to look for when you're finding. And, and I guess that could be another topic, uh, you know, looking for a contractor, mm-hmm. right? What are, the, <laughs> yeah. what are the good uh, or what are good questions research, to ask yourself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. So we're gonna head into our um, third stream, which is not construction but design, design specifically tailored for our special guest, Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> so our design uh, question, Tiffany, is why? <laughs> why is design important when considering a renovation? It's a great question, guys. Um, design can make or break your home. Um, We're talking about the flow of your home. Mm -hmm. We're talking about how you're going to feel in the space. 
Um, so you can't just have any old Joe Schmo or Uncle Bobo, as we would say. <laughs> Uncle Bobo. <laughs> no, he He's working on a house in Manoa right oh, now. Okay. <laughs> he starts at 4 a.m. and finishes at 6 a.m. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you hire Uncle Bobo, you're going to get an Uncle Bobo home. So uh, it's really important. And, and, and it's hard. Some people want to try and do it on their own. And we get that. Um, but it's super important because um, when we talk about the flow of a home, um, anywhere from the replace uh, the placement of a refrigerator, your sink, your stove, uh, the functionality of moving in your space. I mean, it's just it's it's something that needs to be really thought out. How yeah. can it break a home? You said make or break a oh, home. Oh man, can you imagine if somebody put? I mean, I don't see this happening, but. Um, Putting the refrigerator in the wrong spot, you know, putting Oh, it, yeah, because yeah. the refrigerator is pretty bulky. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. actually seen some designs where the island was too close to the... Fr- well, so the fridge, they bought the deepest fridge they could, uh, but didn't tell anybody. Did they not measure? I mean... No, sometimes our owners get excited and they just gotcha. go purchase. And they don't I can see that. I so, can see that. Yeah, you know, yeah. in our beginning days, we learned now to... Ask, like tell them don't just go purchasing any appliance yeah. right, you know? right. but I've seen a real bulky fridge get purchased so it's literally sticking out of the 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 pan, the fridge panel built out like yeah. six inches and so the island was placed too close so when you, you open can, the yeah. it was 36 inches away which is the minimal you'd want but because right. it's sticking out six inches mm-hmm. and now if you open one door it's kind of like oh, oh no and that's what you talk about when you talk about flow yes right? yes it's like yes. uh and kind of like the path where you exactly walk to. exactly right, think right. about how you're going to be interacting with things you like to mm. do with your family do you have children are these children going to be running through your home you know do you like to entertain yeah functionality is yeah. so flow and functionality yeah. It's so important. Um, door swings. Door swings is that, another one I thought about. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Light yeah. switches going <laughs> yeah. where they need to go. Because, uh, you know, you got to think about when you open the door, where would you naturally, like we don't think about as homeowners, but light switches are planned it, yeah. in a certain place. So when you yeah. walk and how the door swings, where do you, what if the light switch was on the opposite side and you're right, opening the right. door? You're yeah. like, oh, you gotta walk around the door just to turn on the light. I know the flow. You brought you brought up a good uh, um, a topic, which is flow. And uh, you mentioned if that you know, do you have kids and do you have this and that? And you're thinking about lifestyle, right? Exactly. And so I think yeah. these are one of the things that people don't realize because when I uh, before I got into uh, with with you guys at ATN, I just thought about design as things that look you know mm-hmm. uh, and how they place that's but, the other half of it yeah <laughs> right right and it, yeah but yeah. the other half i didn't think about which yeah. is flow and yeah. how you know um how you live in the house right what are some problems do you think that people um don't realize that they're that they have and that they just go in like you said you know we people do diy stuff and you know there's a lot of information out there but um coming from a design aspect and you've been in design and you do design that's what you do like, what are some problems that people, a common problem you think um, off the top of your head? I think as far as designers oh, just, go or the homeowners. Oh, homeowners. I'm sorry. Homeowners in um, renovation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I think it's actually thinking about the lifestyle that you're going to lead. Like I said, that's mm. one of the, the important things that you need to talk about with the homeowner mm. is to find out. Ask those 
those very important questions, you know, yeah. um, because if you're not taking those things into consideration for the children, for example, right. uh, pets, you know, yeah, things like that, yeah. um, you're going to miss and you could potentially create some areas of danger for the children. Right, you know? right. So the, that's where the flow taking into consideration of the lifestyle it comes, is super important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, most times homeowners are going to be aware of that, but sure. the communication between the designer and the homeowner is very important to establish those things. Yeah. Yeah. And I've even, even in little things like paint sheen, there are recommendations per mm. space, <laughs> but when you have kids, you know, maybe you want to up the sheen to semi gloss or to a satin versus, versus a an eggshell oh, yeah. or a flat. Is there a reason why? It's easier to clean. Uh, I I didn't know that. (laughs) And then vinyl floor versus carpet or there's certain, Mm -hmm. you know, LVP versus carpet. There's certain things you want to think about, about your lifestyle, right? Well, yeah. For example, um, like our home, Mm -hmm. um, our uh, areas that are commonly um, used, we have the vinyl flooring in, but I wanted to keep the carpet in the bedrooms mh. because of the kids. You know, they're always playing. They can fall down, Hit their head, cock their yeah, coconut. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you want to you want to make sure that you are mindful of those things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Can you share a little bit of why the aesthetics are important, or if there's an importance? It's in, super important. In mm. the way it looks. Well. For me, okay, so I'm going to, I always talk about the way you feel in a space, yes. right? Yeah. It's super important because you're living in this space, right? You're yes. you're going to come home after a long day of work, could have yes. been super stressful, <laughs> and you don't want to feel like you're still stifled, you know, yep. or if it's super dark, you're going to, you're going to feel that way. So you want to have a space that can reflect peace and serenity. And, or if you're, even if you're an eccentric kind of person, mm-hmm. the colors that you put up make you feel a certain way. Yes, so yeah. it's the aesthetics. What was your question? Uh, <laughs> aesthetics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the but, way things yeah, look, why, colors and selections mm-hmm, like yeah. that is, is really important. I like to put um, plants in my space because of the life it cleans the air it's mm-hmm. so dual purpose you know yeah um but it makes you feel it makes you feel peaceful people don't realize that having the greenery greenery green the color green is actually it makes you feel serene did you mm-hmm. know that red I, makes you feel hungry did you know that, I did not know that. <laughs> i'm learning something it's new that no wonder i'm yeah. so hungry all the time because i'm milwaukee my tools is red so i'm just working with milwaukee just stimulating colors and yeah. i'm getting hungry but yeah when we were choosing pieces for um for the our, our place i told i told my wife i was like if this piece is gonna make you feel some type of way after like you mentioned coming home from a long day you're stressed out you know you've got you've run so many errands and you just want to come home the first thing you see when you walk in it matters, right? To- it's huge. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. Because some this is kind of off the topic of colors and things like that. But it's like, um, so for me, it's clutter. So when I come home after a long day, if I see clutter, I mm-hmm. feel like just stressed Something out. Cl- yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's just everything is clear, the space is beautiful, mm-hmm. um, then I feel at ease. I feel yeah. at ease. And yeah, I so. think that really is tiffany's if she were to like oh what is tiffany's style she's she's very um minimalistic minimalistic but she likes to express herself as she's open to a lot of different designs she's Mm -hmm. not just one like one area Mm -hmm. um but if i were to say from an outside source what is her design i think it's creating a place of peace Mm -hmm. and i say that because 
with our lifestyles, being business owners, being parents, being grandparents, we feel that we've had to create our space to have a place you can kind of feel like you're you're at home, but it's a getaway. And I think yeah. she has learned strategies to kind of complement that or create that space. And her style is, um, yeah, it's going to look like it's going to look like awesome, but you don't realize how it's going to make you feel. And I think mm-hmm. everybody wants to feel peace. You know, I think that's a desire. Nobody wants to feel stressed, right? Mm-hmm. So being able to implement a feeling into a design, I think, yes. is a whole nother level. And I think that's where she separates herself. Well, guys, that's uh, we're going to wrap it up. That was it. And uh, we're super stoked. Uh, just thankful for you guys uh, listening in. And uh, super stoked that Tiff got to sit in today. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, my love. <laughs> <laughs> throwing some design uh gems here and there um but yeah guys every wednesdays we release our podcast uh and video podcast on youtube at uh, 6 a.m i believe 6 a.m bright every and early Wednesday. reason is because if you're on your way to work you start at 7 a.m you got a good 30 minutes to tune in yeah we, we thought this out guys <laughs> well guys once again uh we appreciate you guys if you guys have any questions uh just message us send us a comment yeah, on, uh, yeah. if you guys yeah. have a question um concerning faith business or construction please leave a comment we would love to take that question make it part of the podcast answer them better educate edify and continue to share whatever we have that we can share with you guys so yeah yeah, right, right on, on, guys. Thank, Thank you, you guys so much. For having yeah, me. yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so next Wednesday. Yep, next Wednesday. Let's do it. Shoots. I come from a poor family. Yeah, yeah.